Welcome back, everybody, to We Talk Film. I'm your host, as always, Barry, joined, as always, by Clayton. How you going, Clayton? Hello, hello, Barry. I'm doing all right. How are you today on this fine Sunday evening? I am doing quite fine because we are speaking about some very wonderful things today, especially one of them being the movie we picked for today, oh, yeah. um, which I'm looking forward to talk about. I, I am also looking forward to talk about film today on We yes. Talk Film, Barry, because we that's what film. we do. <laughs> You'd think by now we'd be either sick of it or like so used to it that it's like a chore. I'm not quite sure where we are. We're somewhere in between. We're somewhere in between. (laughs) Yeah, we're about three episodes away from canning it forever. But every week, let's be honest. (laughs) We'll see how we go. But yeah, we got a we got a lot planned to today's episode on today's episode. But before we get into that, let's scurry on over to the news segment. The news. Assemble. Yeah, we got to find a new news thingy. Little jingle. We need a jingle eventually. I miss the jingle. Barry couldn't I find missed it. That's the what happened. Too. If you That's if you happened. realize why we have a new news button, it's because Barry lost the sound recording thing for the other one. So yeah, because it was just like a random uh, one I found online, and then it was on the yeah. old computer that died. So you know it's, everything's it's, it's went kaput. <laughs> yeah. Speaking it's of things thing. that are uh, went kaput, we got some trailers Whoa. this week. Whoa! Whoa this the first one. Oh god. Okay. This is something that I am. I was looking forward to. And now I wish that I did not watch the trailer because we got a trailer oh, no. for Roadhouse. The oh, yes, we did. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor. And oh, God, it looks bad. Um, <laughs> it, it looks, yeah, I, I, I really want to get your thoughts on this because I know you love yes. the original Roadhouse film. I love uh, it a it's lot. It's like one of your favorite films of all time. We've yeah, spoken about it many times. Um, and then, yeah, like obviously, they released the trailer for this. The first thing that went to my mind, I was like, Clayton's gonna hate this. Clayton's gonna hate this. <laughs> it looked awful. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I know you have, but I'm not sure if the audience has. Um, they did a remake of Point Break a couple years ago. Uh, and this Stupid. reminds me of that. But just even more over the top. It looks so stupid. They've Hollywoodized Roadhouse, which is the most like simple, <laughs> gritty story of a movie like ever. It's like one location for the majority of the film. And now the new trailer has like boat chases and explosions. And yep, also the yep. main dude likes fighting. That was the it's whole point like of Roadhouse. Michael Bay. Michael Bay made this film. (laughs) The whole point of Roadhouse was that he didn't like to fight, and he was only fighting the guys because he had no other choice but to fight them. And here he's like, yeah, I'm just having fun with it, kicking dudes, breaking arms. It looks... Yeah. I'm... I'm, Look, the fight scenes in themselves look good, but I really hate that this is what it is. This is not Roadhouse. This is uh, like an action movie. Call it something else. Because this, <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Call it fighty, fighty Mick Jake fight man, and then it's a immediately a better movie. <laughs> yep. Also with yeah. Conor McGregor, who's acting like the biggest idiot in it. I'm just like, this okay, guy he does act. look funny. <laughs> no, he can't. But he's just playing himself, and I think that's kind yeah, of funny. Yeah. So I do. I right, give like, it a give point a for that. Gets <laughs> a point for that. Um. Okay. Uh, okay. This is another trailer. That looks kind of good. We've been seeing images and news for this since it's been announced. Uh, it's Netflix's Last Airbender. The uh, uh, latest yes. adaptation, the live-action version. 
Uh, the trailer looks good. I will say yep. everything in it looks right. It looks like they're doing everything right, and I'm kind of scared yep. because it looks too right. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's almost like, too good. <laughs> yeah, it's like you too just can't be that true. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Netflix adaptations, it's either too good to be true, or it's too good to be true. Because quite often it is yeah. just too yeah. good to be true. I mean, look at the Cowboy Bebop adaptation. That was. Yeah, Awful. well, that was a whole thing in production-wise because then you get shows like yeah. um, they did One Piece. I actually thoroughly yeah. enjoyed the One Piece live action. See, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either One Piece things, so I'm speaking from the fact that they fucked up Cowboy yeah. Bebop and I'm kind of still... I'm still... We don't talk about that. Oh, we don't talk about that. Let's never talk I'm about that. It's okay, going to be one of those I... sections of the game where you just beep, I beep out the entire line in the editing side of this. Like the Halo <laughs> show? You know, you're up, Halo, yeah. Halo, 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 Halo. No. <laughs> But um, I will kill yeah, you. <laughs> I, I am not quite optimistic for it yet. I need to watch the yeah, show. Yeah, I need to watch it. <laughs> that's I don't for trust sure. them. I don't trust them. Yeah, well, that's it's the thing. After, um, obviously, the original live action movie that they tried to do, what, like, oh, God, yeah. years ago now, over a decade ago. I remember going to see that at cinemas when that came out. Because uh, I, I was just, like, hyped too. because I watched the show yeah. and everything like that. M. Night Shyamalan's doing this thing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, visuals and everything. And well, I was like, 10. 11 at the time yeah. when that came out. So I was like, this is going to be cool. And then I was just like, well, this is shit. And yeah, so it was hopefully, awful. I'm hoping that this is not the case. So far, it's already looking better hopefully. than the movie. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's we'll not- see when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly a high bar set by Mr. Shamalama Ding Dong. I think that, look, there's, they can just follow the show and be yeah. fine yeah. and have it be good just from the fact that it's not that movie. I don't yeah. know. We'll see when it comes out. Okay. And the last we'll trailer see. that we got this week is, well, at least the last one that I want to mention. I'm sure there's others that I just didn't watch that's and did plenty. not care about. Yeah. But this is one that I really wanted to talk about because it surprised me. Um, and I sent it to Barry. It's called Monkey Man. Uh, it, yes. it looks like Indian John Wick. And I am it's all amazing. For this. this looks good. <laughs> it looks funny and way over the top with the John Wicky sort of fight scenes, but he's having fun with it. It looks great. Yep, yep. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, who... Hang on, who was producing it? It was um, Jordan Peele's producing Jordan Peele. as well, his production Yeah, company. that's like a whole backstory as to why he's producing yeah. it, um, because basically like, um, it was originally made, like Dev Patel directed it as well, and he's also starring yes. in it, which is really cool as well. Very cool. Um, but originally it was going to be a Netflix exclusive movie. Um, mm-hmm. basically they bought it out for $30 million type thing to have, to have this movie and everything like that. Um, but then Jordan Peele saw it and then he's just like, nah, I'll buy it off Netflix type thing. And this it's is the reason so why it's cool. going to cinemas now. <laughs> Cause he's like, this needs to go into cinemas because it looks amazing. Yeah. It's basically Indian it John so Wick. Good. <laughs> yeah. But I love the comedy element they're doing with it. Yeah. All. Like, yeah. The scene that got me in the trailer was when he like fights a guy and he runs to jump out a window and he just bounces yeah, off. Yeah, he just bounces <laughs> off like, the window. Great, <laughs> because he's a badass and he's doing really cool fights, yeah, yeah. but he's still stuffing up. He's not like John Wick who does like everything perfectly. Oh, yeah. It and I, this time really it actually looks like he see. actually gets messed up as well, like all the fights and everything 100%. like that. It looks like he's actually getting, unlike John Wick, where he's just like, I can take on a hundred guys and yep. still be fine and jump out of a window yes. and still keep fighting. Where he's just very much yep. just like, I'm in so much pain. Help me. <laughs> I love it because that was that's my one criticism with the John Wick films is they're yeah, way yeah. over the top with the main character yeah. and that's a little oh, annoying. Yeah. 
but they're still great movies. And this looks like it's going to be on par with that, if not like yeah, yeah. better than mo- some of them, because I'm really excited to see this film in cinemas. I'm definitely going to be checking oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's definitely it high up. on our radar now. High, very oh, yeah. high on our radar. <laughs> Considering it came out of nowhere, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on over to the stories. We got a lot of news, so I'm going to breeze through some of it because a lot of it's just announcements. Uh, the first okay. thing is that we're getting a new Jurassic World movie. Uh, it's in development, and it is set to be written by David Cope, who wrote both the Ooh. first and second Jurassic Park films. So the, yeah, the, the original only ones. good ones. The yeah. only good Jurassic Park films were written by him. Uh, so I'm very excited wow. to see where that goes. Yeah, that's going to be good. Jurassic World has been shit. The first one was okay. That's it. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm yeah. very excited to see what they do with something new because it's going to be hard yeah, to do something new with dinosaurs. I, I hope a bit more that they go like a bit more horror esque to it. Like, the, yeah, the that'd be the way to go. Because mm. I don't know if you, have you ever played the Telltale video game? Yes, I have. Dress- that is terrifying. That is, that is basically that's, that's based that's, upon the yeah. book. That's what the book's about. Is that? Yeah, I know. I've read the book. It's, it's like, Crichton's yeah. Dress Park. Insane. <laughs> I was like, um, I want yeah. that as a movie. Like, I want everyone to die. <laughs> Ooh, you know, they could just adapt the Telltale game as like a sort of semi-prequel to the original. That would be cool. Like, just do that because that's already yeah. a hell of a story. They can like yeah. do sort of their own little set during the events of Jurassic Park side story. That'd be awesome. That um, would be pretty cool. Uh, David Cope, if you're listening, do that as well. Hey, yeah, that's just get cool. us as writers. You know, we'll, we'll help you <laughs> hey, write it. We'll I've write got a few movie. ideas. Yeah, we I know the dinosaurs. I know dinosaurs. Rawr. This <laughs> is when I need like a dinosaur sound effect. <laughs> uh, I, well, Barry, 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 I just, I just, uh, life uh, finds a way, uh, uh, you know, with dinosaurs. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. All that. Oh, that's good you know, news. I, dro- I put a drop of water on your hand, and I'm going to see which way it Okay, okay, okay. But I'm here for physics. <laughs> okay, next story. Deadpool 3 has wrapped filming. We got an announcement <laughs> via Ryan Reynolds. He's like, yeah, we're done. Here's a dog. And like, yeah. He's got a dog, <laughs> and it's ugly. It's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we have already talked about dog pool. This is just the film's done. It's yeah, film's be done. Shipped off to the visual got- effects artists. Six months to get it all filmed and put out to well, cinemas. <laughs> is I'm sure like uh, half of it or whatever, whatever half the, of it's like, already visual been done. side of it has already been yeah, done. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. I don't think that release date is going to shift. I think the guys behind this film know what they're doing. Well, especially think- when they've got all of Disney working behind it, because it's all Disney are making oh, yeah. this year. Is this yeah. one film? So you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's also going to make them a shit ton of money, so I can see why. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Oh, it will. Even if it's a shit movie, it's going to make a ton of money. Like, it's Deadpool. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Another thing that's being made, uh, Knives Out 3 is starting filming this year, begins filming. Uh, same people, Ryan Johnson, Daniel Craig's coming back. Uh, more of yep. the same by the looks of it. Yep. Sure. I didn't nice. watch the second one. I Second one's not great. Yeah, I, I like all right. I like the first, first one. One's, first one's good. First one's like mm. good. Um, I am. I think mainly the second one. The reason why it wasn't like that great because it was during like the height of COVID. So it was literally yeah. just like here's that they had to scrap his original idea and like here we'll film on this island. It's secluded and everything like that. So that's I think that's right. the reason yeah. why it was a bit like iffy. Um, it was still like amazing and like how they do it all and stuff like that. especially Ryan Johnson's style and the way he makes his movie. Mm. He definitely has his own uniqueness 
um, to him, like ever since he did Looper. That's for sure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. Hopefully, it is good. Um, hopefully, it's more on par with like the original first one. Yeah, uh, we will see how it happens. Maybe the third one yeah. can bring it home for the trilogy. Uh, yeah. Okay, moving away. Invincible Season 2, a show that we're really excited. We reviewed the first half of the podcast. Uh, yeah, well, we're really excited for the second part. Uh, it's been announced that it's coming out March 14th uh, with weekly episodes then. So we've still got nice. a little bit to wait because yep. I was in belief that it was coming out January. I thought there wasn't that much yeah, of a gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I don't know where I read that. But uh, yeah, I guess change, March. You know. It's not too far away. It's okay. At least because it's coming um, out <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah. But before March, we'll have another show to cover us on till then because The Bad Batch Season 3 premieres yeah! February 21st uh, with the a three-episode premiere. We get three episodes to bang Three go. episodes. They're going to kill off That's- everyone in this show. I hope you know that. That that is that's I know what's gonna happen to the show. Terrified. And in the in the trailer so for terrified. it, I don't know if you watched the trailer. They had to yeah, put Tex de- death scene in there. I was just like, why? Why did you put that in the trailer? Now I'm just like depressed yeah. again. <laughs> I was, just got it over was it. Insane. <laughs> I'm very scared for what's gonna happen in the show because yeah, everyone's going to die. Everyone's gonna die. It's it's amazing <laughs> from like a storytelling perspective, but God, it's like ah, oh, yeah, I yeah. love these characters. But I, yeah. I'm going to love them even more when they die because then it's like this solid start <laughs> to finish character arc. It, yeah. yeah. Ah, storytelling, yada, yada. Anyway, storytelling. Away, he, <laughs> the King, uh, Kingsman 3. Um, the writer Yay. has put out a statement saying that he's struggling to figure out the middle part. He's got the beginning and the end written and he's having trouble with everything in between. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I was laughing you know, at this. I, I I'm get like, a bit like that. Okay, dude. Yeah, but it yep. was weird that he like announced it. Like yeah, it's like, hey guys, yeah. I'm stuck. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I got us stuck. Do you need help, buddy? You know, just give us I a call. Know. You know, we've got we yeah, got details on the get... bottom of the podcast right there. Uh, you can get in touch with Clayton and I. We are writers. We are filmmakers. We know we'll how to write do things. Kingsman. So we'll write yeah. Kingsman for you. Yeah. Just do do the first one again, not the second one. Do more of the first one. Yes. Uh, yes. And none of that spinoff. So that kill another guy. <laughs> Yeah, kill, we'll kill more guys. We'll kill more guys in a church. We'll we'll kill lots in of guys in lots of churches. <laughs> Several churches that are connected Several via churches. tunnels. That's what we'll kill guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got some Marvel news, some more Marvel news for Daredevil Born Again. As It's reported that Wilson Bethel is back as Bullseye, who is just reprising hey. his role from the Netflix show. Everyone nice. in the Netflix show is coming back. Um, yep, it yep. seems like they're just I, doing everything. I saw everything them filming today. Again. They were all on social media being like, we're back on set. And then they're like behind the scenes yeah. footage of like all of them. I'm just like, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm also happy, but I'm still not convinced that like that they're going to do it well. I still have a, no, uh, like no, a, yeah. a grain of salt. <laughs> that's the thing. It's, just, I, yeah. it's going to be, I think, very much like, all right, we are going to do a season four of Daredevil from the Netflix yeah. show, and then just hopefully Good. they do the same style and level of that. <sighs> I think even the yeah. fight person um, is the original person came back, the fight choreographer. Mm. They actually got the original person to come back as well and everything. Yeah. So, you know. Good. John Berthel is we'll also see. coming back as Punisher. That was also announced. That's that's going to be awesome, I will say, because <laughs> Punisher And he's going character. to be in the... 
that se- new season of Daredevil. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's cool. insane. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens when that's done. All right, moving away. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2 wraps filming as well. That's all done. Yeah, uh, everybody seems to be happy with it. We'll see. We'll see um, when it comes out. The first one Hopefully was it's better than the meh. first one. Yeah. Um, the first one had us good had good moments and cool fights, but it was definitely yep. lacking in the story and I think yep. budgetary yep. requirements because it was very much just three guys in a desert the entire film. Oh, um, yep. And this one seems to be doing the tournament thing. Well, they got Carl Urban, you know. Carl Urban's good. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm convinced he's going to do a good Johnny Cage, but I'm... It, it's I, a, know. I know, that was a bit weird casting. I was just like, yeah. wait a minute. Um, but it's like, yeah, no, I, I could see that. Yeah, like he's kind of like, like that Urban, low range, mid range yeah, budget yeah. actor. Um, I feel like he should have been maybe a different character. But you know, he would have he would have killed what? it as like Kano, even though he's not Australian. I feel Ooh. like he would have pulled that off well because he can pull the snarky butcher sort of element to it. But we yeah, got a good yeah. Kano in that first film, so I'm very much okay with yeah. that. Um, but we'll see what they do with this one. We'll see what Who they knows? do with them. It could be anything. Uh, all right, yeah. moving away. Do, 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 Dune Part 2, a movie that I am very excited for. Uh, the runtime yes. was announced. It is going to be a two-hour and 46-minute film, so it's a long one. Damn. Very long, considering I mean, it's no part two. Napoleon extended edition, but you know. No. <laughs> it, it's six minutes longer than the first one, which I was not ah, aware that right. the first one was that long, because the first one yeah. didn't feel that long. It only felt like two hours, but sure. Yeah, and I'm like, cool, I'm all for that. Long movies that feel short, that's great. Um, yeah. And it seems like this one's going to be more of the same, considering it's part two, it's all the same people. I don't yep. think they'll fuck it up. It's just a continuation <laughs> of the story, and then yeah. hopefully it's good. It looks good. Everything we've seen about it looks good. I'm very excited. I will de- we'll yep. definitely be covering that, like, f- for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. It's going to be the bigger, right. probably one of the biggest films of this year, so we, we have to. <laughs> That's true. We've got two more stories this week. We've got another normal one, and then we've got another wacky one. Whoa. Okay. Ooh, wacky. <laughs> normal one first. Uh, Last of Us Season 2 has thrown a bunch more creative teams, creative minds behind it, uh, grabbing directors from shows such as Loki, Succession, and Watchmen. Uh, it seems like okay. they're grabbing pretty much like the best of the best in terms of television over the last couple of years to come help direct yep. these episodes, which I am I all for. It's Everyone's yeah. returning from the first season, yep. but they're like, hey, let's get more big names into it. Get some more yeah. talent talent behind the creative team, which I'm very okay with. I'm like, sure. Hopefully it's good. Um, Hopefully it is. Hopefully it's good. All right, all right, the last story. Oh, God, this is wacky because I'm very disappointed in this uh, company. Okay, Mattel. Um, they put out good a movie Mattel. in July called Barbie. Uh, it made a billion dollars. It made $1.4 billion. It is. It was one of the biggest movies of the year, if not the biggest. I'm not quite sure. Make sure to go and watch our podcast last year about it. <laughs> yeah, go do that. But, go do that. Okay. They've announced that their next movie that's coming out uh, is going to be a Bob the Builder film. Um, <laughs> have you heard, heard about this at no. all? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. What? Okay. Let me, it, let me let me pitch this to you. Okay, all right. Pretend you're Pitch like Pitch movie to company, and I'm Mattel. I'm coming to you all with right. this great idea. All right, I w- all right, Mattel. I see what you got here. You got you got to soon. What do you got what? for me? 
Why are you like the godfather? Okay, all right, all right. I can play with this. Of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> the pitch. Okay. The movie. All right. All right, Mr. Big Movie Guy. I got a great idea for a new movie, right? You know how we did yes, Barbie? That was an yes, amazing film. It was an amazing film. It was great. Film. It really empowered it women. It really was. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. What other properties have we got that we're not using right now? We got Bob the Builder. You know, he built oh things. My now, who can, we, love the movie. who can we represent with Bob the Builder? That's not women, because we already did that. Who can we represent? Hmm? Hmm? Who can you represent? The Italians? The Italians? No, 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 no. Oh, the yeah. Latin community. When they see Bob the Builder, they think of the Latin community. So we're going to have Bob. It's going to be Anthony Ramos. He's going to be called Roberto, and he's going to go to Puerto Rico, and he's going to do a job there, and Jennifer Lopez is going to produce it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, everything I said is true. Wow. Um, Bob the Builder Anthony is... Yeah. Ramos? Yeah, Anthony Ramos. As Bob the Builder. As, no, Roberto. The, um, oh, Roberto, sorry. <laughs> Roberto, Bob the Builder, yep. That's for short. Uh, and yeah, Jennifer Lopez is producing. There's no directors yet. Um, it's, it's happening, though. Uh, he's going to go to Puerto Rico. Because he did that. Remember when, yeah, like, Bob it, the Builder did that? did that. Have they yeah. seriously got to call up Bob the Builder when it's nothing like Bob the Builder? <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's exactly what they're going to do. Um, because, you know... <laughs> Everybody thinks wow. of that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. There's, wow. That's, yeah. yeah. Good Roberto job, Roberto the Builder. Good job, Roberto. Would have come to a theater near you. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Okay. That's that's that's. <laughs> oh well, we'll see. Did it. I mentioned we'll Jennifer Lopez is in it. <laughs> She's the producer. Yeah, she's the, she's the producer. Wow. I would not be surprised. She will try or they will try and get her husband, Ben Affleck, to direct this movie. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If they get him to direct, then I'd be interested. I was like, wait do a you minute. Think, do you think <laughs> Ben he, Affleck he, he would, would do that? He would not. <laughs> I don't Unless they give him a billion want. dollars. Yeah, even then, I feel like it's like, okay. Yeah, he would be very weird. much like a fuck himself. <laughs> In the I, Batman voice. I, I don't know. Is it going to be a kids movie? Is it going to be like a more adult sort of Barbie thing? Because then he it's starts just like a, a cartel. It's like Breaking Bad. It's like Breaking, Breaking Bob. Bad. Breaking Bob. Breaking Bob. Yes. Hey, maybe we, we should pitched, write it, direct it. <laughs> we never mind. I should have pitched it as Breaking Bob because that's immediately the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Oh man. <laughs> What are we doing this week, Barry? What's on the schedule? <laughs> the schedule for this week is we're talking about Breaking Bob. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's a brand new idea. <laughs> yeah, we, we just okay. came up with it. Yeah, we just came up with it. We're going to oh, start boy. filming this week. We're going to have Anthony Ramos as, as Breaking Bob and Jennifer Lopez. Breaking then we're gonna, Bob. Like the director. Yeah. Breaking Bob coming to a theater near you this week. <laughs> All right. So this week on the podcast, we are talking about the holdovers, and I have a special little clip just here for everyone to listen to. I'd like to propose a toast to my two unlikely companions. Are you trying to lift down my shirt? 
<laughs> yes. You're gonna get me fired. This is your Rubicon. Do not cross the Rubicon. The Holdovers. <laughs> yes, so we are talking about The Holdovers, um, a film that came out late last year. It's another one we're catching up on. Um, but yeah. it has all the hot goss around it. It has been nominated for five Oscars. Um, including Best Feature. Including Best Feature. Yeah. Um, best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, I think, and Best... I need to get the list uh, up. Um, yeah, I don't have the list. <laughs> yeah. You have the list, right? Um, I don't know. I, I got the other list of the Oscar nominations. That's, that's, uh, that's later. No, we're getting that. That's later. Uh, now my computer's freezing up. That's right. Well, oh, no. The holdovers. A cranky history teacher at a remote prep school is forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has no place to go and a grieving cook. So, yes, yeah. we have Paul Giamatti plays as Paul Hunnam, uh, Devone Joy R Randolph plays as Mary Lamb, and Dominic Cesar as Angus Tully. And, yeah, it's, this is basically one of the most wholesome films I have watched in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a sweet little film. Um, this is and such the a first sweet thing little film. that I would like to mention is this is a lot of first times for people working on this film. Um, the writer, David Hemmingson, this is his first feature-like thing he's ever written. Like, he's never written wow. a feature before, and he's come out and wrote this really sweet, like, heartfelt little movie. And the fact that it's being nominated for Best Picture is very much deserved because we both loved this film, I, th I think, right? Yes, and it's actually been, yes. Um, so I'll just get the Oscar yes. nominations. I'll just say that quickly. So it's been... Um, nominated for Best Motion Picture, Best Performance by a Leading Actor, um, Best Performance by Supporting Actress, um, Best Original yep. Screenplay, and Best Achievement in Film Editing as well. So oh, five cool. nominations. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is amazing. That is very cool. Okay. So, uh, okay. Where, all right. This film, uh, it's 1970. It's set. So it's a nice little period piece, which is, again, yes. uh, a huge element of the story because basically the one of the students gets kept in uh, this, what is it? High school? College. Sorry. College. Yeah. College? College. Yeah. Gets kept back at a well, high school. College high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some little preppy kids. boarding school. <laughs> yeah. Some preppy boarding school in the middle of nowhere. Everything's snowing. It's over the Christmas break. This is a Christmas yeah, movie as well. It's a Christmas um, movie. Probably one of the best Christmas that. movies <laughs> that I've seen in a while. Well, he should be because it's good. Um, yeah. Like, get over yourself. Uh, it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, a history teacher has to look after him because these kids are stuck at school and they can't go home because their parents are not answering or coming to pick them up or yada yada. So this dude gets stuck babysitting them. And also the yep. cook is there as well because she kind of just lives there. Yeah, because um, she lost her son. That's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, every all the other students ended up going home. They went on like a ski yes. resort trip. They went the on a ski resort kid. with the other rich kid and everything yeah. like that because they're just and like, they're, oh, but, cool. Yeah. And then we got Angus who gets left behind. Oh no! Which um, is basically it's like Home Alone. Yeah, it's like Home Alone, except, except he's not. stuck at school, and the, <laughs> the teacher he's stuck with is is kind of kind of an asshole. No a one dick. likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a yeah, funny yeah. Film. <laughs> okay. um, 
this this is a comedy drama, dramedy, whatever, drama, whatever you want to call it. Um, it has a lot of elements of both, mostly drama, but the comedy was just really good. It's on point. When the comedy comes out, yeah. Oh, when yeah, when there's comical moments in this film, it always hits. Um, I didn't think of one joke that missed in this movie. Um, a lot no, of them are no. phased around the drama and because the, there's some very heavy stuff in this film, it doesn't shy away it's... from anything. Um, but it's it's I don't it's such a sweet movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what are we? Well, that's it. All what right, we, we can about? start. Oh, we'll man. start with Paul Hunnam, which is um Giamatti's character in this. Yeah. Because yes, this is um he's getting nominated for an Oscar. Or this one has been nominated as an Oscar. Um, I think that's and, deserved, yeah, honestly. <laughs> that, is, that is deserving. This is probably the movie that I am going to remember now for the rest of my life as Paul Giamatti's, like, the movie that you need to watch as yeah. him as an acting performance. Because he did such a like amazing job um, with this teacher character. Uh, and that's the thing. In the beginning, yeah, he's obviously that typical old teacher. We all know him from films and everything like that. That's this kind of old... Oh, yeah outdated kind of an asshole to all the students nobody likes him and you know that typical type of thing but as the story progresses and he gets stuck here by himself and then he's forced into a situation where he has to care for a young kid uh angus and then also you got mary's character who's also going through her own thing as well um Mm -hmm. but you've got paul like character progressing in this arc that's really nice and wholesome and do you know yeah. what this movie reminded me of so much was Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I first started I watching this narrative and like that, I thought it was like in the beginning a bit more like that. Um, mm-hmm, besides mm-hmm. like Paul Giamatti's character being more asshole than what Robin Williams was. <laughs> but it was like in the same type of vein, like the aesthetic and the whole yeah. appeal to it all. Because what they've yep. done really well with this film as well, it's all filmed on digital, but in the editing and everything like that, it's made to look on film. Oh, I like was that. wondering about that because yeah. I thought uh, I that it was it just shot scenes. on film. Yeah, so I did I. I, so I, I, had to, I had to research this. Um, so, yeah, apparently okay. they were originally going to do it on film, but with the colours and everything like that, they were just, like, having no luck because apparently they did shoot some of it on film or, like, test shoots or something like that, and it just wasn't working uh, yeah. too well because also the school as well is actually five separate schools in the surrounding areas, so it's not all at one school. Uh. So yeah, like, and okay. it caused problems and, and stuff like that, how they were filming. And so, yeah, the editor they had behind it was just like, oh, I can do this, do some screen weaving. And even the whole aesthetic in the beginning. So how the intro sequence um, comes in, because it's got Universal's old original logo from like the 1970s, mm-hmm. what they used to use. And That's, the whole, yeah, uh, I like uh, that. whole like R-rated um, sensor thing comes up as well from like the 1970s, which used to come out in films back then. Was it the sensor of what rating it was, which was like so aesthetic and so like cool vibe because it, it's a film really made like this could have come mm. out in 1970s. Obviously there are it moments where it's a bit too crisp and everything like that, but it looks like it's from the, the 70s <laughs> type thing. Yeah. And it's shot like it. That's the biggest yeah, thing is yeah. you look at shots from this film and you're like, yeah, this could have been shot in 1970. Um, and I love yeah. that soundtrack and music as well. It's straight out of oh, the era. Yeah. The um, I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's been nominated for the editing category is because how yep. well it feels like an older film in the best yep. way possible that we can say for that. Uh, but yeah, it, it it's great. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like here. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? What else do we say? 
Well, I see, about uh, this movie. Continuing about, yeah, Paul Hunnam's character. Obviously, towards the end, he progresses, becoming a bit more just like, oh, I can care for people and everything like that. And he does an honorable sacrifice that's sort of the result of the story and everything like that. So we'll get into the second supporting actor for this, which is Angus Tully, played by Dominic Sessa. Yeah. Who, this is his first ever film. This is his first yep. ever anything, uh, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Because of how well he did in this. Apparently, so the story is, when they were lo- location scouting for the schools and everything like that, um, yeah. he was one of the students at one of those schools and he auditioned for it because they were obviously looking for like these kids to play and everything like that. And yeah, he is such a great little character and typical like high school asshole type student <laughs> who just is so yeah. many bunches and trying to get into trouble all the time. But the story that they written for his character is phenomenal. So basically, yes, mm. as we told you before, the story is he gets stuck at um, his school over the Christmas break because his mum just got recently remarried and everything, and then they're going on their honeymoon type thing. And so they've left him there. They're like, yep, sorry, yep. you know, everything like that, even though they promised to go to Boston, yada, yada, yada. And through yeah. the entire movie, we're told the reason why, like, she got remarried because his dad was dead. And everything mm-hmm. like that. And then we basically have the two of them stuck in the college together, um, where Paul is trying to get him to study and do normal teaching stuff and everything like that. Until one day he Angus just has enough of it. He's like, stuff this. <laughs> and then he just goes like psycho and goes into the gym. And this is where it takes oh, like a pivot in the movie. Can I talk about this? this yeah. Oh, because <laughs> I was gonna mention this for as an example of his amazing acting. Because, yeah, 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 there's a moment in this film where he's just pissing off the teacher um, a lot. They've been at each other's throats going back and forth the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. But there's this one point where he runs around and the gym, the flooring of the gym has recently been half lacquered. So it's off limits. Yeah. He's not supposed to go in there. He's threatening to go in there and the teacher's like, hey, don't do it. This is your last straw. Don't do it. And he goes, you can't tell me what to do. And he runs in, jumps on a trampoline, lands on the floor and just starts screaming out in pain and yep. he dislocates his shoulder and it is the like funniest moment in the film and also like the most disturbing moment because he full on <laughs> pops it out but the performance yeah. that the kid gives during this whole thing is amazing uh he really sells the fact that he dislocated his shoulder <laughs> in a gym so uh oh, and then yeah. yeah of course it and gets the popped back in, in. The it gets popped back in. They go to the yeah, hospital uh, and everything like that. Yowzers. Yeah, that was, that was that's, yeah. disturbing. <laughs> it's, that's the pivoting moment of the film because from then on, uh, the teacher and the student kind of have this thing of like, oh, well, we've we've lied for each other. We've had to make up this thing. We're, yeah, we're slowly yeah. getting to know each other. And then it leads to him basically finding out that his dad is not dead. Oh, no, sorry. That's yeah. not yet. Uh, no, not, not yet. yet. He, he basically, he wants to go to Boston as his one yes. Christmas thing. And, um, I, uh, okay. So before, no, before that, they go to a party. <laughs> the party's worth mentoring, yes. uh, mentioning. This is just after his arm's been fixed, I think. Yeah. The Either day after. Just after or just before, something like that. Um, just but, after. Yeah. So he goes to this party that another one of the teachers invited him to. Yep. Yeah, because that's right, the broken uh, broken bone, they're at the bar, teacher invites yep. him to the party. They go to a party, um, he starts hitting it off with one of the girls too, and he's like, hey, this is like the only moment of happiness that he's had in this entire film. Uh, yep. And then the teacher has the exact opposite, where the t- uh, the dude finds out that the other teacher, who he kind of fancied, 
uh, has yep. a husband, and he's very let down by that. Um, yep. And that eventually leads to the kid being like, hey, take me to Boston. I was going to go to Boston. Someone take yeah, me to Boston. Well, they have Christmas together, and then he basically... Oh, um, yeah, that's all right. Characters is like, <laughs> if I could do anything for either one of you, because obviously they have... Um, that's dinner right. with Mary as well because yeah. she's stuck there as well and he he Angus is like take me to Boston and he's, yeah. he's like alright we're going to Boston as an excursion yeah. sure he calls it a field trip yeah. um, they go to Boston it a field trip well it kind of was I mean they see a bunch yeah. of museums and stuff they do uh, so I guess it's a field trip but it alright they go to the cinema and then the main character main dude sneaks away teacher comes and finds him he's getting into a taxi and he's like, hey, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm just going going somewhere. You know, um, if you don't believe me, come with me. I'm not running away. Yeah. All this thing. <clears throat> Sorry, we don't know what's happening yet. But basically, he ends up at a hospital, uh, like a mental hospital, hospital institute from the 70s. Very, yeah. very uh, intense place, considering it's 1970. Oh, yeah. But um, it's revealed that his dad is not dead. His dad is actually just in one of these hospitals, losing his mind. Um. He believes a lot of things. He's very wacky. And a kid goes and sees him, uh, has a nice moment, and then just kind of breaks down from the whole situation. It, it becomes a whole thing. But it, yeah. it's a very powerful moment in the film. And again, sells this kid's acting because he's going to go on to do some really cool shit now, considering oh, he did yeah. such a good job yeah. in this film. Um, yep. No, it'll be kind of yeah. interesting to see where his career goes after this movie now. I think he's going to be in quite a few things popping up. I hope so, because he was good. I want to see him in more. Uh, yeah. Same with Paul Giamatti. Dude's killing it. He's in everything, but it's like he's killing it here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I yep, like yep. it. Keep doing shit like this. Sure, why not? Um, and then, okay, what happens from then? Because they come back from Boston. Yeah, basically, uh, they come back from Boston and everything like that. The season ends. Everyone comes back right. to school and everything like that. And then slowly, it turns out the parents of Angus's, well, Angus's parents, do come yeah. and be like, hey, they went to Boston and met his dad, and now That's it's like right. a whole thing for them. And basically, the whole like um, side thing as well with Angus's character because he's been to quite a few different schools and everything like that mm -hmm, because he's mm -hmm. so this like thing. Um, this was like his last straw, so he would have to go to military school if he got um, expelled from the current school yeah. and everything like that. So Paul does the nice thing and basically blames him for it where he takes the blame for it all and everything he's yep, like yep. it was a, my idea to take him to boston to go and see his dad and everything like that and then he ends up leaving the school which this entire gets movie fired, yeah with, yeah gets fired um paul's character he always loved this this school like he thought he never place, left it. He, he never left yeah. it like he went to the school and everything like that and then he taught at the school for like i don't know how many years he was there i think like forever yeah. by the sounds of it yeah <laughs> um and then yeah um, and then also during this progress is where we have um, Mary Lamb's character wait, mm -hmm. um, as well, where she, at the beginning of the film, we find out her son, because this is obviously the 70s um, Vietnam War going on. He died during that um, and where she's just kind of stuck there as well because she's got no one um, to really go to and she's kind of just depressed about her son dying as well. And yep. then obviously she gets joined up in it all and then, yeah, we have the house party scene where she's basically got a bit too tipsy and got a bit too drunk and then just starts having a breakdown at the party which forces them to leave and then like obviously during the boston part um she has family nearby so she got tags along and goes sees her sister and gives her sister who's about to have a kid as well mm. um her son's 
old baby clothes and everything like that, and kind of like gets over the the grief of lo- losing her her kid and everything um, like that throughout this movie as well. Um, yeah, it's very much like this trio of um, characters that we do see. They go through their own personal growth. Um, one of mm. the things I would have liked to seen more maybe was this film to be a little bit longer um, for those types of things. Okay. Um, especially with Paul's character a bit more. I would have liked to seen a bit more about him like progressing a bit more because he was this kind of like, it was this small snippets when they like talked yeah. about those things. And I'm just like, can you emphasize a, just a little bit more? Um, but I suppose, yeah, they do want to make a short, simple film. And that's the thing. It's a very wholesome film. Um, and that's mm-hmm. something like I don't think I've said in quite a while for a film where this is actually just like very reminiscent of like, yeah, a good like holiday fun family, not a fun family film, <laughs> like a good oh, yeah, wholesome I mean, it is. film. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a good yeah. wholesome film to watch, um, especially yeah. for a bit more mature audience as well. Like if you've got teens and stuff like that, um, that is actually like, oh, they can relate to Angus's character and everything like that mm-hmm. way. you got the parents can probably relate to like Paul's character. And um, yeah, there's a lot of like stuff going on in this film and it's nice. Yeah. It's simple. Um, and yeah, but it was just a couple of the things where I felt like, um, especially when they got to the darker side of their characters, especially like Mary and Angus and Paul's and stuff like that, where they could have like emphasized a little bit more mm. upon things a bit more, like mm-hmm. what they're actually feeling, especially with Paul's character. I felt like we didn't see much of like what was the main reason for him wanting to stay alone his entire life and everything like that. He just like says things and it's just like a one sentence line. He's like, I love being alone type thing. And I was like, but is there anything yeah. else? You know, I don't know. We, we, we kind of get hints of that. And I feel like yeah, the film, because yeah. the film itself is juggling these three personal journeys between the three characters. Um, Obviously yeah. with Paul's and the kid being the main one that we focus on, but also Mary's as well. It's juggling these really three, these three really well-written stories. Uh, and it's doing it really well. So like, honestly, I don't think I can fault it for anything that it's doing. If it seems like it's just like there's a couple of things that it could have done more of, but it's like yeah, what we got yeah. was good. It's like, uh, you know, like, oh, this is great. I wish I got more of it. It instead of, you know, oh, this kind of sucks. I wish they did this. There's none of that. No, for no. this film. Like every, so every, I, every scene I, yeah. that we got was great, but yeah, it was just like I just wanted that bit more in some parts. Yeah, you know, that bit more I mean, oomph. <laughs> the film it was only uh, 133 minutes so it was slightly yeah. over two hours which is a good length and yeah, it, it yeah. spends some time on things and it could have shuffled a little bit around but i think it works i like it for what it is um i definitely feel like it's worth a watch um and with that i suppose we can go final thoughts and ratings on it and move over yeah to the yeah next um topic. well i would give this movie uh nine out of ten um yeah, yeah i okay. absolutely enjoyed it i found it very wholesome i love the performance by everyone in this film they did a phenomenal job um yeah. especially the relationship between paul giamatti and um yeah dominic sessa by angus tully you know that relationship yep. between the two of them was this on point um especially as well this is um dominic's like first ever film with like going with a well-established actor like paul giamatti is and everything like that and just having that relationship to him that dynamic and how natural <laughs> it was as well. And then there's like a whole story now because um, with Paul Giamatti's character, his eyes are a bit wonky. Yeah. Thing. Well, one of them's like yeah. off. He's actually, he cannot say that what they've done to like make his eye um, like look a bit wonky. 
like in all the interviews that I'm watching and everything like that, he's like, I'm not at liberty to say how they actually did that effect because I'm guessing there's there's something behind it that they don't don't want to say actually what That's, how okay. they did it, which is a bit That's strange. A but it's just like cool. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted like a bit more of those um like those personal moments to be a bit more hmm. touched upon a bit more. That was the one thing I felt like it was missing a bit um, with these scenes. It was just like, even though what we got in those scenes was, was great, but it would have just been nice to yeah. hold the camera sometimes just a little bit more longer and just talked about a little bit more longer than going to like a scenic mm-hmm. shot of like a house for like five seconds. Cause they did that quite a few times <laughs> in this movie. So, yeah. but yeah, nine yeah. out of 10, I'm still giving this movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with pretty much everything you said. I feel like uh, I'm sitting on an 8 out of 10, and for the same reasons, is, yeah, I really love this film. I would watch 10 films like this before even, like, you know, caring uh, or yeah, wanting yeah. to really change anything because I really liked this film, and I love this little story, um, and I hope it wins something at the oscars because it's yeah deserving of something at least um because it's yeah really impressive considering a lot of first-time filmmakers uh first-time writer is particularly impressive yeah Yeah, yeah. i am very much in awe of that um but yeah yeah eight out of ten for me the guy who wrote this um was it david hemmingson 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 Um, yeah yeah he actually gets like the Oscar for that because I feel like this is probably one of the most well-written films this past year and everything like that. Oh, for um, sure, if not yeah. as well, um, the editing, um, Kevin Tent did a phenomenal job um, with how he all put this together and made it look like it was a seventies aesthetic and just getting all those shots yep. like nice and short and everything. And it looked like a film from the seventies almost, um, which was, which was really cool to see as well. Um, but I suppose we'll go over to our next topic talking about nominations for awards we're going to quickly, briefly talk about um, the Oscar nominations because that got announced this past week for 2024. Because obviously we had our award ceremony um, at the end of last year. Make sure to go and have a listen to that podcast. That was amazing. We said a lot of things about our stuff. But I've got the list here now. So we'll go through each one. So we're starting with actor in leading role. So the nominations yep. are Bradley Cooper from Mysterio, Coleman Domingo, um, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy and Jeffrey Wright. Um, okay. I've only seen three of those films that they're doing. Uh, them, so obviously yeah. the holdovers, Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer. Um, your thoughts? You think that's good pick? Anyone missing, Best do you actor? think? I I mean, oh, I'm, I think that's a good category. I, I haven't seen American Fiction. I haven't seen Rustin. I haven't seen Maestro. So I can't, I can't really speak too much on the category. But yeah. okay, are we gonna say who we think is gonna win? Should we, are we gonna do predictions? Yeah, yeah, we can do predictions. So who do you think is gonna I win for best actor? I think oh, we I both think know who's gonna win. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. It's it's um Ezra Miller for the Flash. It's yeah, yeah, Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah. No, Cillian <laughs> no, Murphy uh, Killian for Oppenheimer. Murphy. Yeah, Kill- yeah, I keep saying Cillian. Yeah, I keep I've saying Cillian too. It's Killian. It's Multiple Killian. people say it's Killian, and I'm like, I know it is, but it doesn't yeah. sound right. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Actor in supporting role, we got Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Mint, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling as Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Ooh, this is a tougher one. I, I, because I think De Niro deserves it. I think. Downey deserves it, and I also think Ryan Gosling deserves it. 
This is a tough category. I'm not sure if Barbie will win this. I, I'm still I pissed off that even Margot Robbie and yeah. Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated for director. Oh, That's the whole thing at the moment. Yeah, yeah I'm that, pissed off about that. It's, it's tough. It's a tough, tough place out there. I think Robert De Niro is going to win this one. I think Killers of Flower okay. Moon is going to take this. Because I don't think go. Killers will win anything else. That's the thing, is I think this is what they'll win. Maybe Best uh, Actress? Best Leading, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Acting, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to go for that one. Um, actor and Supporting Robert Downey Jr. I know for you our reckon? awards, we both said um, Ryan Gosling as Barbie. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Ryan Gosling gets this for Barbie. I, I really start, hope yeah. he, he won't. He, I know no, he, he probably won't because being Barbie, but it would just be so great. I will would be, be laughing my head off. It would be the best day of my entire life. Oh, and that Oscar speech only Oscar, would be amazing. That Oscar, that's the only Oscar he ever gets his entire career. It's <laughs> for being Ken. <laughs> oh, that would um, be amazing. All right. That would be amazing. What is the Actress next in leading role. And that's... Okay. In, in Nyad, Lily Gladstone kills the Flower Moon, Sandra Hula in Anatomy of the Four, Carrie Mulligan in Maestro, and Emma Stone in Paul Things. Ooh. See, this is one where I think Lily Gladstone should win, but yeah. I reckon Emma Stone will. Because Poor Things has yeah. been critically yammerammered. Yeah. Every yeah. single critic has been like, Poor Things, Poor Things, Poor She's Things. She's going to get another yet, Oscar. I'm yet to watch it. But just from the so buzz around it, I think Emma Stone's going to win, even though yeah. I think Lily Gladstone <laughs> should. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It, it could surprise us. Uh, same boat. Same boat. Yeah. I think Lily Gladstone deserves getting this um, Oscar. Uh, it will most likely be Emma Stone. Because yeah. Because of the way I, I've still got to still have to watch Poor Things. It's on the list. Um, I'll get yeah. around to it. Um, actress in supporting role. We've got Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks in The Color Purple, America Friera in Barbie, Jodie Foster, Nyad, and Devine Joy Randolph in The Holdovers. Oh, now that's tough because, again, I, I, I want the um the chick from Holdovers to win because I really loved her in that, but I reckon Emily Blunt's oh, yeah. going to win. <laughs> it's like, this is who I want and this is who is going to win. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want Emily Blunt to win just because I think <laughs> like, she did good. such a phenomenal well. Yeah, she um, did. As she did. That character in Oppenheimer and everything like that. And mm. it's just Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's amazing. Every time yeah, I see her in a film, everything. I'm just like, she's just great. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Animated feature film. The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, uh, Robot Dreams, and hey. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I can't believe Nimona oh, wow. actually uh, made it as uh, yeah. Oscar contender. Wow. That's phenomenal. Oh. We actually talked about that on one of our podcasts. So make sure we're going to watch that. Uh, that's yeah, a yeah. wonderful, I, we that's a wonderful anim- animated film. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I, we put it on our list was like, it's not going to win anything. Here's let's, let's talk about it on here. And yeah, now, it, yeah. now it is as nominated. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, across the spider Verse is going to win. Yeah. Across the spider Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you skipped, you skipped best directing too. I got I? that category before animated. Oh, okay. On the same website. Were you both on the guardian? No, I'm on the Oscars <laughs> website. I'm on the actual Oh, never mind. <laughs> Don't worry then. Ignore me. All right. Cinematography. El Conde, um, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. What do you think? Best uh, cinematography. It's Oppenheimer. It's Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Yeah. Just sparkly okay. lights. I reckon it's okay. Again, still haven't seen Poor Things. Well, Maestro or El Conde. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think Oppenheimer was a bit more impressive than Killers. Yeah, we really need to watch Poor Things. That's that's the one thing with certain. We need to watch Poor it's Things. On <laughs> I, look, it's on I'll the list. It's on the list. Hopefully, we I can watch it sometime next week. We'll see how we go. All right. <laughs> Costume design. We got Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. It better Ooh. be Barbie. <laughs> so this is specifically costumes, though. Yeah. I think, yeah. like, if it was production design, Barbie would have it, but it's, it's specifically costumes. And honestly, I think Napoleon had the better-looking costumes just for their, like, historical accuracy and all that jazz. Yeah, I really... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the amount of costumes... And the like, there was of big, them. Like, I think costume design, it should go to Napoleon. Yep. I think that will win that, honestly. I can't... I don't know. Out of the other ones? Oh, uh, even Poor Things. Poor Things. Costume design. Poor Things. Watching, coming from yeah, the trailer okay. of Poor Things, it's going to be Poor Things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I just like remembered like all the all the different suits, all the actors yeah, are like, wearing, all the fancy dresses, dresses and, stuff and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just like poor things. Yeah. Um, directing no, best fair. director we got Anatomy of the Fall, um, by Justine Triette, Killers of the Flower yep. Moon, Monsters, Ozzy, Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, Poor Things, Yorgos Lathamos, and The Zone of Interest by Jonathan Glazier. Uh it's Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Yep. <laughs> that That's one's Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, it's, documentary it's feature film. Um, oh, okay. Bobby Wine, uh, Eternal Memory, Ford Orders, The Killer Tiger, 20 Days in Maripol. Have you have watched you seen, any of them? I was just going to ask you the same <laughs> question. Have you seen any of them? Nope. I haven't. No. I have. There's, there's only one documentary movie that I watched this year and I made it. So that doesn't really count. <laughs> like, I, hey, I starred in that one. <laughs> and you haven't even watched that one either. So. Not the full version anyway. <laughs> exactly. I, did, I don't need to watch it. I was there, man. I was acting in it. It's the best <laughs> performance of my life. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, documentary short film. I feel like we can we can skip that. We haven't watched any yeah. of them. Film no. editing, Anatomy of the Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, or Poor Things. What do you think? For Ooh, uh, again, I think Poor Things will win just from the buzz. But I would like Holdovers to win because yeah, it, it seems like Poor Things is being like, oh my god, I love the way that the movie does the movie. So, uh, but I really want Holdovers to win this because yeah, Holdovers needs to win something. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> um, international feature film. We got Io Capitino, uh, Perfect mm-hmm. Days, Society of the Snow, The Teacher's Lounge, oh, we know. The Zone of Interest. We know which one. Oh, Society, oh, of, the Society of the Snow. <laughs> we, we, we talked I, about it last week's episode, so make sure to go listen I to that. I think it should have been nominated for Best Feature in general. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it was so that good. I reckon it, yep. it was, was contender-worthy up there because I think Society of the Snow was better than Holdovers. Um, I think it was better than a couple of the other ones that are on that nominated list. Yep. So I w- would have loved to see that there. But unfortunately, uh, it's not in English. It's not as likely to get in, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But hopefully it wins this. It better win this. Hopefully. It better win this. Uh, makeup and hair styling. We've got Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Society of the Snow. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's got a makeup and hair styling yeah. nomination. I reckon Poor Things will win this. Um, yep. You mentioned the dresses. Society of the Snow was really impressive with its makeup and like just physical transformations of the dudes. Oh, so if I was going to give the award, I'd probably give it to them. But I think Poor Things will win. And again, I haven't seen it, yep. so this is a little biased. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably good Poor Things. Yeah, uh, music. We got American Fiction, Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. 
Uh, uh, I don't want to give it to Indiana Jones. Um, mostly because oh, so that's is original all... score, by the way, not um, original song, original score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, because Indiana Jones, it's all music that exists already. They've just yeah. slowed it down or, or sped it up yeah. for the trailer. You know, that's that. John that's Williams so came out of retirement just to like speed up and speed down the same thing he did forty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I, it's, I don't know. It's been done. Killers was good. I think that had, I think Killers the Flower Moon had the better score. Some musical moments in that were really impressive. Um the opening sequence especially was really cool. I'd probably yeah. give it that for original I score. I would actually give it Oppenheimer. You think? Yeah, Thoughts I really like the Oppenheimer soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Wah. Ludwig Dorison, the guy that did the Mandalorian theme. That is true. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit biased. <laughs> you do like the blah. I, I like the blah. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of blahs. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, original song. We got The Fire Inside from Flaming Hot. That is a great movie, by the way. If you have not seen it, go and is watch it. Is that the Cheetos movie? It's the Cheetos movie. It is great. I'm <laughs> just Ken from Barbie. I Never yeah. Went Away from American Symphony. Um, a song was for ha- my people, Killers yeah, of the Flower Moon. Um, yep. And then What Was I Made For? Also, Barbie, the Billie Eilish. Uh, I, th- I really hope I'm Just Ken wins. I, I feel like it should out of I'm Just those. Ken. I don't have the sound have effect that. anymore. No, I was going to say, I was uh, like, oh, no, here it comes. But no. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't know if it will, honestly. I, but I, I think it should. I don't know. Because it, like, it, just, it, it would be really funny. I, I will too. Yeah, all right. We can say that we want that to win. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> the big one. Best picture. Oh. We have American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, Ooh. The Zone of Interest. So what do you yeah. think is going to get the best picture at the Oscars oh. this year? Out of those, the one, the uh, only. Ooh, ooh, ooh. it's Oppenheimer. They're going to give it Oppenheimer. It's Oppenheimer. <laughs> it better like, be Oppenheimer. I don't think there's a question um, unless they're like, oh, it's poor things. Yabba, yabba, do. I, no, oh. it's going to be Oppenheimer. I mean, it, they're they, very much like, could be, yeah. like knowing the Oscars and they like, could how definitely they things. pull an Oscars they're, on us and vote for yeah. something that no one's seen. Uh, they're yeah. like, oh, it's it's uh, not even on the list. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, the zone of interest. <laughs> yeah, and I have not, I have never even heard of the zone of interest. I so it could be something like either. that. Yeah. I doubt it because Oppenheimer was so good. I think that's Ooh, yeah. just gonna win. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they could. Uh, who knows? Um, they could. Oscar I still the think it's, it's, it's either gonna be Oppenheimer or Poor Things. I feel like Paul yeah. things is pretty high up there. The way things are sounding at the moment, um, it would be pretty cool again. to see um, things. Um, production yeah. design. Here we go. Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Oop. Poor Things. Why was Best Feature before Production Design? It's okay, just how the their list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Oh, wait. Uh, out of those, production design. Yeah. Uh, I think has to be Barbie, Barbie but I reckon Barbie. Poor Things will win. Again, what you said with the like yeah. the whole the same thing. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna give it to Poor Things. It's the Oscars. Yep, it's the Oscars. <laughs> um, um, okay, animated short film, which I don't think we've watched any of these. No, I haven't. I haven't. Skip that. No. Live action short film. Skip that. No. <laughs> Sound. Here we go. Um, 
the creator, Maestro, Mission oh, okay. Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Oppenheimer, and the Zone of Interest. So what do you think for you, sound? Okay. You'd think it would be Maestro, considering that's a music movie, and that hasn't we haven't given that anything. So I'm probably going to say they're going to do it Maestro. Haven't seen it. Um, out of this those, isn't probably... like this isn't music, by the way. This is just sound. So how it actually sounds, like the... yeah, but like that's a huge part of it, though, right? Is or like if music. it sounds music good, is a bit more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd probably yeah, I'd probably say Oppenheimer. That definitely had the biggest like sound moment of any yeah. film I've seen in cinema. So uh, sure, go Oppenheimer. I had a big explosion. <laughs> I'm giving it yeah Oppenheimer because yeah, sound definitely, especially like big a couple explosion. of those scenes. It's just like. Big explosion. Yeah. All right. Visual effects. Here we go. Uh, the creator, Godzilla minus mm-hmm. one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Ooh. Mission Impossible, and Napoleon. So, what do you think had the best visual oh. effects, or what do you think is going to get nominated? Did you see this is like the first ever Godzilla nomination at an Oscars yeah, ever? Yeah. That was pretty crazy. I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. Neither um, have I. <laughs> it looks really good. I don't know. Everyone's saying it's amazing. Uh, out of those, I'd probably pick Guardians, but <gasps> I, I know just because it was really cool. But I, I would not be surprised if Godzilla comes out and smashes it because everything I yep. saw looks like perfect from that film. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'd probably, like a black I reckon that version now that's apparently Ooh. like out in cinemas. I'm just oh, like, oh my gosh, but this film is getting so much more amazing every time I hear about it, and I really want to go that'd and watch it good. ASAP. Um, but yeah. I really hope for visual effects anyway that they're creator. Um, gets in there because to me that is still know. a phenomenal, phenomenal little visual effects film, and just the way how it yeah. was all done and made and everything like that. Um, compared to the budgets of every single mm. one of those other films and everything like that, uh, is still amazing what the visual effects team was able yeah. to pull off. Such a short, like well, a small um, budget. Um, even though Godzilla minus one, I think had a similar budget to the creator, but I know the creator was still yeah. like nothing <laughs> compared to like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy and like yeah no, that's and fair and stuff like that that's fair. um writing adapted screenplay we've got American Fiction Barbie Oppenheimer Poor Things The Zone of Interest uh so this is adapted screenplay this is not yeah. original screenplay adapted oof um I reckon Oppenheimer I mean yeah it's based off of a book loosely so I reckon yep. that it's gonna win that and um, we can thank Robert Pattinson Batterson for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Batman. <laughs> Thank you, Batman. Just hurry up and make the second one. <laughs> I want the next Batman film. <laughs> no Batman. No, no Batman. Batman. Um, and then obviously the last one, uh, writing for a best original screenplay. We have Anatomy of the Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May December, and Past Lives. Holdovers. Holdovers has to win this. Holdovers that was amazing. Has to win. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, yep. They should definitely take into consideration the fact that it was his first script. Um, oh yeah, this is very script. much like re- reminiscent of like Goodwill Hunting again. Like it's the same yeah. thing with Ben Affleck oh, and Matt Damon. It. That was that was their first ever script, and then they won an Oscar. I really hope this guy wins an Oscar. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. The best uh, awards are given to ones that no one has won an award from. Like, yeah. give it to a guy that's never written a movie. That's the greatest yeah. thing is the fact that he can come out and write something better than all of these. I love this that. Wasn't it like the um, the guy that did La La Land um, uh, as well? Yeah, it was he, a similar he was thing. like, yeah, like he was 26 mm-hmm. or whatever when he got, well, when he made that film and got Oscar for it. Yeah, Damien yep. Chazelle. Like, yeah, he like did that. That was his first yeah, ever that's big right. motion film or first big ever anything. And then he's just like, here's an Oscar. And they're like, what? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I love that. So yeah, definitely holdovers yeah. should win that. Yes, I hope. Oh, well, I that's really hope. All our nominations um, for this ninety-six oh, yeah. Academy Awards. Jesus Christ, we're gonna make it to hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be at the hundredth. You wait, we're gonna win the hundredth. I'm calling it now. I, I we hope got four so, years. Man. We got, we got four, four years. years. We can do it. We can, can do, do it. it. We can definitely do it. What 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 are we doing? What's, what's the movie? Uh, Break, Breaking Bob. An old new movie. Breaking by Bob. <laughs> Breaking Bob. Genius. We'll do Breaking Bob. We'll win the 100th uh, Oscars. Um, yeah. Everyone will cry in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Tears of joy. But this is the Breaking best film Bob. ever made. He really we no broke longer Bob. need to make Oscars. We broke Bob. They stop making movies because Breaking <laughs> Bob's so making, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even God oh, will cry. Man. Make God cry. That's how good it will be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that is a wrap on today's podcast, Clayton. Don't you think so, bud? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll press the button there. So thanks for joining, everyone. Obviously, we're here every single Sunday doing the podcast. Yeah. Listen to it. All the Spotify podcast places where we're at. Obviously, see our wonderful, beautiful, handsome faces on the YouTube side of things as well. And we will catch you all next time here at We Talk Film. <laughs> 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 <la